You ever smelled this? It smells like a pool. <laughs> it smells bad. I don't like it. <laughs> it smells like chlorine. I don't like. I don't like thinking about all the all the breaths that have passed through it and the many <laughs> many food particles they're carrying. Yeah, I guess maybe you talk about it again. Yeah. I guess we shouldn't carry on that thread into no. this other podcast, <laughs> this other episode that we're recording on a different day. Yeah, this fresh that. episode. Here we are, fresh-faced. Bushy-tailed. Bushy-tailed, starry-eyed, full hearts, can't lose. <laughs> we very much can't lose. Ah. I forgot. You've got a very Halloween vibe happening. If I may describe for everyone, Melissa's got her skull shirt on and a dagger necklace and black lipstick and black eyeliner with orange eyeliner underneath. Fantastic. Very and new pants. New I pants that she can do so many kicks in. I can kick very high <laughs> in these pants. I was doing that on commercial drive the other night. Right up until I realized that it was only like quarter to nine. <laughs> and there were a ton of people around. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops, I guess I live here. It was very cool. Yeah. Well, they were all really jealous, but you don't want to make enemies. Mm-hmm. Barbara's got on some blue sparkles today. Thank you. And a shirt that says Me Tit on it. Me Tit. <laughs> it's Me Tit. When we were at JJ Bean this morning. I drew a ghost with boobies on it on the window. <laughs> <laughs> you wrote boobies. Yeah. Well, you wrote boobies, but I thought I you were boobies. just writing boo. I wrote boo, and then I put on a BS on the end. Yeah. And I drew a ghost that has boobs. <laughs> yeah. I was, like, giving you the benefit of the doubt. Like, maybe she's just drawing a ghost above this. Maybe. <laughs> nope. No, she's drawing boobies on the ghost. You're an idiot. <laughs> Someone's going to see that, or someone has seen that by now and was like, Pretty good. Pretty funny. I'm gonna take a picture of this. Which comedian was sitting here? Yeah. I, I bet I've heard of them. Yeah. <laughs> I bet it was Bill Burr. So edgy. I keep getting recommended Bill Burr stuff and I was like, it doesn't sound right. No, I tried it a little bit and it's just it's just an old man yelling about how you can't say offensive things anymore. And it's like then say offensive things. Like say a thing. Yeah. Say a thing other than I want to say offensive things. Say it. And then we'll ask you to stop talking. Yeah. Just saying, I'm not allowed to do it anymore. It's like, well, I mean, you're allowed to. People just don't want to listen to yeah. you. Oh, you're just complaining that you're afraid to say it, pussy. You're just complaining because now you have fear in your life. Yeah. Well, grow up. <laughs> We're all afraid all the time. Yeah. Get on our level. Anyway, hello. Hello, and welcome to our podcast. My name is Barbara. My name is Melissa. You're listening to I, I forgot. forgot. Until this week, Barbara. What did you forget? I forgot the title of the movie. Real quick, I'm going to look up what the short is because I think people know that one more than. Real quick. Okay. We'll never know. Too bad. Too, Too fucking bad. bad. To you. Yeah. Welcome to our reading of The Mascot. <laughs> Made in 1931 by Alfred Hitchcock, Jr. <laughs> okay, so we open. There's a woman making a doll as her kid sleeps behind her in a tiny room. It's the 30s. Yeah. So it's all like all kind of dreary looking. They're obviously poor. 
Mm. And she's making this little dog doll. Aw. Yeah. Why that's sweet. The dog doll is alive and wants an orange, but they're too poor. It's the 30s. Yeah. So she, I think the dog is supposed to be animated because the mother cries on it. Ah. She wants a, to get a orange for her kid, but they're too poor. The dog's talking to the cop doll or something and is like, how do we how do we go about getting this orange business? Mum wraps up all the toys and pets, uh, puts them in the car, but the criminal toy cuts through the box and the car and only the dog survives? What? Yeah, so like she packs up all these toys to go sell them. And there's like a ballerina and a guy, like just a guy with a knife. <laughs> a criminal. <laughs> just a criminal. Um, She's like, what is a male profession? Criminal? <laughs> Stabber? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then like some other, a clown, I think, some others. And yeah, so he like cuts open a hole in the car and just throws the ballerina out. She gets run over. Then he jumps out himself. He gets run over. And then some dumbass clown also jumps out, like loses his head. <laughs> some dumbass clown. He gets bought and hung in a car. Delightful animation. The way the dog is hanging feels a little weird because he's hanging by his neck, but it's like a, a ornament. Yeah, yeah. What do you call those? Dashboard confessional. <laughs> um, like from the rear view mirror? Yeah. Hanging in there? Yeah. Yeah. But um, just the way his like, limbs and stuff were moved, because it's all stop motion. Oh. oh. And it's really wonderful. Like, anyway, somebody watch this. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, the dog cut himself loose and pissed on a cop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've watched another movie where a dog pees on a cop. Um, A dog pisses on... No. Cheech and Chong both piss on a cop. Oh, right, right, right. And then I'm pretty sure a dog does too in that one. A lot of hassle in cops in general. Yeah, we're choosing some decent movies. Yeah. Except for all the ones where the cops are rapists that we're watching. Yeah. But let's move on from that. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, he pees on a cop. It's funny. That's it. I just thought it was worth mentioning. Yeah. And then we get to oranges. Juicy oranges. Oh my God, it goes on for so long, the person selling these oranges. He's like, oranges, juicy oranges, get your oranges here, juicy oranges, oranges. <laughs> but then he steals one. The doggy steals one? Yeah. And it's in a little paper wrapper with a sticker on it. Oh. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And he gets one, but he's swept away. Yeah. This, like, store owner or whatever is, like, sweeping out front and accidentally sweeps out the dog. Oh, no. Yeah. Did the dog eat the orange or he's trying to get it to bring it back to he's the... He's trying to bring it home. Oh. Confirmed. Beer is the devil. So it's nighttime now, and there's this drunk in a car, and I guess that's not a nice term. There's a guy drinking in a car, and um, he throws his half-empty beer on the ground. The beer leaks out, and then the beer just turns into Satan. <laughs> Satan's trash army, a shoe plays the accordion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like setting up shop and inviting all all of these trash beings into his hell home. And yeah, like there's just like scarecrows being formed out of like hay on the ground and just like Yeah, and then a shoe playing the accordion. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Uh he's knocking everyone down the stairs. 
Oh, yeah. Like, so people are coming in, like, walking up to enter, and then he just, like, slaps them on the back and sends them rolling down the stairs. It's funny. <laughs> <See> Satan. <laughs> a fish for Wes, a skeleton bird for me, a ladle, a ladle full of sentient root vegetables for everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the criminal shakes hands with Satan on the way in. Everyone wants to duck, <laughs> duck the ballerina. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> everyone's trying to fuck the ballerina. Yeah, fuck. I meant fuck. <laughs> but they're not dead anymore. Or this is like doll hell. This is, I guess, doll hell. The it's the the, the ball for tummy. doll hell. Yeah, I know. I know. Let's just move past it. Ignore my tummy, please. Okay. Do we see the clown again? You, we'll see the clown later. Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, just watch out for that clown. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It, I think I missed a lot of what was happening at this scene. Because this is the scene that has a, a more popular... There's a version of this movie that's just this ball scene. Mm. That's a bit more popular. But okay. um, I wanted to see the whole thing. It's good. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Mm, the scene's weird. Uh, Satan makes a dog fetch his orange. I don't know what the dog is trying to bargain with him about, but Satan just like grabs his orange and just throws it inside so the dog goes chasing it. Oh. Only one of these toys seems racist. Well, that's good. Yeah. I mean, for a French movie from the 30s, I was expecting... More racism. Yeah. So, just the one. But it's pretty racist. Uh, Chip's family performs their annual suicide ritual. What? Yeah, so there's a bunch of glasses that all have, like, one little chip out of it, like, Chip from Beauty and the Beast. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they're, like, dancing around this big pitcher and all just smashing their heads into it (laughs) until more pieces chip off. Okay. (laughs) That's very odd. It's demonic. It rules. Satan convinces the criminal to save the ballerina from sexual assault, but he stabs the devil instead. Everyone keeps groping the ballerina, and eventually the criminal comes up and just, like, throws the ballerina away, like, into a wall, but then also throws the guy that's groping her into the same wall, so he just continues, like, creeping on her. And then Satan, like, gives him a knife and is like, you should, uh... There's no dialogue in this. Yeah. But it was like basically trying to convince him to kill them both, maybe? I don't know. But instead, he stabs Satan and then goes and hassles the ballerina. If you had the option, would you stab Satan? No. No? Not even if he gave you a a Satan stabbing knife? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Satan, Satan gets a bad rap. I don't know if he's actually a bad dude. Okay. Well. Satan in this movie, I guess. Yeah, I would stab Satan. Yeah. Most iterations I've seen of Satan, I would probably stab. Mm. But I guess we should wait and see what he's like for real. Yeah. Don't let the media warp your judgment. Yeah. I let them do that for me about... uh, I don't know. I was trying to think of a single celebrity that I've ever been wrong about, but I've never been wrong in my life, so... Martin Sheen. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't the media's fault. That's just because I don't trust his face. Yeah. <laughs> they try to steal the dog's orange, but he runs away and calls the cops. Hey, remember how I peed on you earlier? <laughs> and now I no, no, need no. a favor from you. He calls the toy cops. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> he 
he bowls away the toy police? Yeah, so I don't know. So they're coming and he just rolls the orange into them? Well, yeah, that's the toy cops all come out as soon as morning happens. So he's already running away from all these toys that want his orange. Mm. And he's rolling the orange ahead of him. And then they run into the toy police and he kicks the orange away and it pulls them all over. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> Clowns grab some garlic for a head, serenades the ballerina. Yeah, and then the ballerina starts crying, which I guess if everyone in this hell party had been groping me all night, I would also be crying. Yeah. But I don't... Maybe the song isn't especially sad? I guess. Dog brings his, the boy his orange. He can't be arsed to open his fucking eye. <laughs> so the boy has got his eyes closed his entire time, and the dog, like, unwraps the orange, unpeels it, I guess. Peels it. <laughs> we got there. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, and is, like, throwing slices into his mouth with his eyes closed. So the child is eating the orange, but yeah. still, like, asleep? He's sitting up with his eyes closed. He's like, nah. <laughs> More orange, please. I'm going to turn it off. I don't need this anymore. Oh, and that that's it? the movie. That's the movie. Wait, sometimes I miss. No, okay. I'm going to read your facts, and I'm also going to read the um, accidental contributions from my fingers as I was moving your phone around. <laughs> okay. Uh, the movie aesthetic was based off me. Yeah. You know what it did remind me of a little bit? Yeah. I don't remember her Instagram name. The doll woman that sells stuff at... Oh, uh, Soka Design? Yeah. 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 Because it's like that. this like vintage, creepy, cute yeah. thing. It's good. Nice. Um, This movie emerged after the Wells Fargo Center disturbed its secret hideout. Uh, 11QQ. Oh, that's what you were <laughs> <laughs> Mascot is Antifa. Yeah. Yeah. P. This movie's favorite things are hot dogs, silly string, and Claude Giroux. Mm. Who's Claude Giroux? I think he's a hockey player. Okay. If I had to guess, it's Philadelphia Flyers hockey player. <laughs> okay. Um, and then your last clue... Clue? You're like, <laughs> still in it's a riddle. Yeah. <laughs> um, your last fact is just a bit of a scamp. Yeah. There are all the facts that are about Gritty. I got it. Not there really. are less facts about him than you would think. Oh right. I told you this on JJ Bean, but I'll tell I'll tell the world now. Uh cheese poked me in the eye this morning. <laughs> and my eyes open and she was like just right near my head and she had sort of her paw coming towards my eye just like coming and going and I couldn't quite figure out what she's doing I'm just like well what are you doing and then she just bops me in the eye ridiculous <laughs> <It> goes away <laughs> <laughs> what are you up to <laughs> yeah my uh, that'll be my grape for today is um Scout woke me up like four times last night just jumping on my ribs <sighs> pretty good love it she sometimes jumps from my windowsill onto my belly. No. She's so heavy and it's like. <laughs> she is pretty heavy. I didn't think about that. Yeah. It's like a two foot <laughs> jump. It, oh, I hate it. <laughs> Does it knock the wind out of you? Yeah. <laughs> and she's done it once or twice when I've been asleep. Oh, God. <laughs> it's like, who's attacking me? 
Is this how I die? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> she, maybe she's trying to kill you. Blind and kill you. <laughs> maybe. I think mostly what she's looking for is treats and a soft landing for her little footsies. Yeah. Um, my grape is that now I have cramps. No. Gross, gross cramps. I hate them. <laughs> I was going to ask if it's too early for cramps. But first of all, obviously not. Second of all, we're like slightly synchronized, but you tend to get your period before mine. I was just like, um, you're early. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you having your period this early? Yeah. Are we not friends anymore? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I guess we should do a wine. Do you have have one in the bank? Um, well, the candy's good. Maybe I'll think a second and do a different wine. Okay. Yeah. My wine will be... Um, the person at JJB this morning complimented my makeup. Oh, that was cute. It's so nice. And they were very cute and fashionable. So it was like, you know how compliments mean more when they come from hot people. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> what What is a good thing that's happened this week? Oh, well, I did get new clothes. I got two new pairs of pants, and I got a pair of leggings, and I got a skirt. And I got a shirt, and that's a lot of clothes. And now I can't buy any anything else ever. No. Let's just let's just talk about the thing. The Toronto Library doing the same thing the VPL did, and then citing that the VPL did it as like a reason that it's okay. Yeah. By definition, saying that trans people don't exist is hate speech. Yes. You don't you don't need a special interpreter for that. You can just be like, oh hey. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. And just, like, not let them be in your space. I just don't understand. Her entire career is made up of denying the existence of trans people and actively working to take their rights away. Mm -hmm. So at what point do you look at her and you're like, oh, well, she probably won't do any hate speech in the library. At this talk about gender identity and expression, she's probably not going to do any hate speech, even though that's what her entire career is about. And also, like, she's... Definitely on record calling uh, trans people fascists. So how is it acceptable to have a talk that's called something stupid, like how gender identity is affecting like women and then like not have anyone who's not cis on there on this panel? Because it's not about that. Like, that's the thing is like, it's so blatantly not an academic debate. It's not yeah. a discussion. It's not any of that is hate speech. But they're calling it that. It's and propaganda. then they're like, oh, we think instead of directing your comments at us, you should direct them, like have a discussion with the people. And it's like, no, like you're the ones hosting it. Yeah. You're getting flack for it. And also this isn't a debate. They're not holding a debate. They're holding a panel just to talk about how they don't like trans people. You don't say, like, why don't a bunch of trans people buy tickets and go sit in there and, like, yeah. have a debate with them? No. Like, you don't say that. You don't fucking... You also, don't, like... going to do that. And that's not on a bunch of, like, <laughs> like essentially vulnerable pe- people to come into a room with people who hate them and be like, we do exist and we should have rights. Yeah. Uh, in general, it's not anyone's job because you're choosing to host it. If you yeah. are choosing to host it and you don't want to stand behind what they're saying... Then don't let them say it. Yeah. You don't have to host them. Yeah. you. It's in your bylaws. You can very clearly be like, hey, sorry, no. Like, yeah, that's the wild thing is VPL and the TPL now are have made a conscious choice to say our institution is going to back up what they're saying. Yeah. We've like we've accepted this as academic discussion. 
-hmm. and we're willing to support that so that whatever next venue that they try and book, they can say, oh, well, the like these two libraries let us speak. So, you know, that like that's exactly what they're doing right now with what happened in January. Mm -hmm. They're pointing to that and being like, well, if it was okay in Vancouver, it's okay here. Yeah. The thing that bothers me so much about this is like it's obviously a cult. Like she's a cult leader. Yeah. And you can't give a space for a cult to exist. Look, something to be aware of is that if you think you're too smart to be sucked into a cult, you're not because that's exactly how they get you. Yeah. Like cults go after people who are like medium level educated and, you know, are a bit down on their luck. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, you're kind of lost. Have you considered joining my cult? Oh, <laughs> you want to be, you know, it's really good. Like, I can tell you're really smart. So, yeah. like, you know, it'd be great if you came. Like, that's how they get you. That's how you. Oh, you have some problems. Have you considered that they're all caused by this group of people? Yeah. Have you considered dedicating your time to just hating them? Yes. See if it makes your life better. Yeah. Can it make it worse? (laughs) From all walks of life, you can join a cult. But, like, there's a bunch of people who would never consider it because they think they're too... I'm too smart for that. Yeah. You know, I can tell if someone's trying to trick me. It's like, no, like, it's like, yeah, sometimes it's really obvious, but, like, these people are smooth talkers. Mm. And, like, they believe the message they're sending you. So it's easier for them to send you that message. Have you been listening to a murder episode about cults recently or something? No, but I just... I've listened to a lot of things on cults, mm. and it is a lot of, like, well, it, like, a lot of people are like, how did you get mixed up into this? Like, you, like, it's a lot, a lot of straight, white, affluent kids get mixed up in cults who mm. are, like, fairly well-educated, and they're always like, how did that happen? How did you get mixed up in this, like, rough thing when, like, you had everything going for you? And it's like, oh, because they thought it was too smart to happen. They ha- didn't have a direction in life, and these people were like, oh, yeah, you are really smart. And here's a direction in life. You're really smart and narcissistic. I'm going to play with that. Yeah. I'm just going to confirm everything that you believe about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Look, you're really good and you'll feel better if you're like part of something bigger. Anyway, that's why I don't trust groups. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Any groups. So it's very hard to get to me to go to like any sort of like convention or (laughs) a place for like-minded people. Like, no. Any (laughs) gathering with more than three people is... Just a danger. Yeah. It's just cult waiting to form. Is there like a red pill term for TERFs? Like pink pill? Do they take the pink pill? The tampon pill? (laughs) Do they just eat a tampon? The blood red pill? (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, like, and also shit like that can happen if you're staying at home all the time, just on the computer, just surrounding yourself with, like, random shit. Other miserable people. Yeah. And someone's like, you know why you're miserable? You know why it's hard for you to get health care? And it's like, no, that's not. It's definitely other women. It's not men and it's not the institution. It's definitely women. Yeah. Just it's definitely the more marginalized women among you. It's their fault. Yeah. Definitely blame them. (laughs) And then come to my (laughs) talk. Also, just putting this out here, um, sex workers are also like entitled to safe working conditions. They are workers. They're cool people. Yeah. Let them you know, let's all accept sex work as a valid profession and try to make it as safe as possible for people to do it rather than thinking that every every bit of sex work is exploitation and bad and Yeah, and if you disagree with any of that, 
a fun thing you could do is mind your fucking business. Are you a sex worker? No. Do you purchase services from sex workers? No. Then mind your business. Yeah. Mind your goddamn business. The very least you could do is mind your business. Yeah. The only thing you can do is if there's ever an important issue coming up and it's about sex work and you're like, hey, I don't, I'm not a sex worker. I don't participate in any sort of, I'm trying to say sex work again, but you know, like purchase any services or anything like that from sex workers. So I don't know how to vote. You can go ask a bunch of sex workers. Yeah. You not go, but you know, find some sex you workers You fucking Google it. Yeah. See what they would like and be like, oh, this is going to make it safer for you. Then yes, I want that. Mm-hmm. Because like. That's that's an issue here is the safety of sex workers, not that there is sex work. I think I already have pivot legal in our like list of things to donate to in the show notes, but I'm going to add pace now. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, there's definitely lots of (laughs) germs. Sorry to the next people. I'm sure they have Lysol. Did you spray it? (laughs) And I saw you blowing blueberries (laughs) and I saw you blowing (laughs) Friggin' library thinking we're above the law. I'm gonna punch a book on my way out. <laughs> Probably gonna bite a book. Gonna bite, bite gonna right through it. it. It's gonna be a big, like bite mark, like the like mark a cartoon, it, like a yeah. cartoon. Yeah. yeah. Good luck replacing that book that I bit. Yeah. Can't see like the most of the words in the top right corner of every page because I bit right through that book. Yeah. And I'm glad I broke your hook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's a protest. We did that as a protest. When we go to get your card back, just like, and I broke this and just put it on the table and leave. And this is for you? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going anymore, so I think it's time we <laughs> Bye. Bye. Just so you know, your butthole can be very big if you want it to. <laughs>